Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. I'm Ray. I'm Ellen. And today is December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day. Um, is this the day that we'll live in infamy? I, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. <laughs> I, think it, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, I, and, and I got to go to, when I was in the Marine Corps, I got to go to Pearl Harbor. And um, it's the USS Arizona. That's, that's, uh, that's the monument. That's still leaking. Oh, wow. Uh, still leaking fuel. Um, and you know you, you see the you see the pictures online or you see you know wherever and you get there and it's that much smaller. Oh really? Oh yeah, it's very it's yeah. It very, does look very yeah. large. It looks like it looks big, but it's it's small. And the funny thing is, is the Air Force Base across the across the harbor still has shell um, marks in the wall, like really? we're shell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they kept it that way. Well, it, yeah, I'm sure intentionally. Yeah. Now it's, you know, now it's uh it's is historical, but you know, it it's kind of um eerie when you think, you know, when I was there um and just trying to picture what happened is kind of it's kind of eerie. It was kind of something that changed the whole world forever, really. Well, it changed us, yeah. Yeah. Well, it well, it changed into, Japan. It yeah, changed it brought Japan. Us into the war. Yeah, it flattened Japan yeah, just it, by just by that. Yeah, very, mm-hmm. you know, world changing event and still remembered. Yeah, yeah. Dial eight six six four seven two five seven nine two eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. Let your voice be heard. Um, you know, we, we we talk about a whole bunch of stuff on this uh, show, and we've had we've had guests from all different walks of life, you know, and it's funny some of the guests that never anticipated speaking about, cause we, we have a, a friend of ours who is a, uh, a, um, would be a promoter or a, what would you, what would you call that individual who sends us all the information? Oh yeah. Sort of a marketing person. Yeah. She's like a marketing promoter type thing. And she sends us countless, um, maybe this guest will be good for you type, bios and we pull a lot of them out and it's funny because after or during i can always relate to what an individual says even when they come on not thinking that they're talking to an addiction show exactly because addiction kind of goes across all boundaries Mm -hmm. and we've we've morphed a little bit from just being like when we first started we were blinders on addiction recovery right. and now well, we I think were very 12 step focused yeah. and you know i think it became so big you know with the opioid epidemic that mm-hmm. we learned that maybe that's not the only way that there are lots of different ways for people to get better and overcome at least to a degree right right exactly were, what they were going through and there are degrees to overcoming it yeah you know when you and you when you when you're when you're hyper focused on um, the 12 easy, the 12 easy pieces, um, 
it's it's harder to let things knock in and gratefully we've eased up a, a, enough to be able to allow other people to share their experience strengths and hope like the past couple of weeks we've had on uh, dr salier he doesn't he has nothing to do with addiction but we could relate a lot of the things that he said right. to you know our upbringing within the recovery community yours is different than mine yours being a family member and me being an addict um you know it's that much easier to <clears throat> have a relate relatable experience the way that we share who we are over the over the airwaves and how people come on and share the the woman from a couple of weeks ago judy miller right you know, she had a lot of valuable points and a lot of valuable things. And she even threw the disclaimer down there. This, you know, I'm not sharing from an addict's point of view. And I'm sure that any addict or family member who was listening could relate to what she was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely did. I really, really enjoyed her book and what she was talking about. I mean, I think a lot of the the pain that humans go through comes from trauma mm -hmm. and hers happened to be trauma from her mother, right? you know, that was passed on to her. Yeah. And, and you know, I never looked at it. I never looked at it that way. And now, so that gives me a, another way to deal with um, some of the things that we deal with on a daily basis, you know, like I, um, <clears throat> Like, like I jokingly said, or, or have said, you know, like when my parents had me, oh, look at this cute little addict, you know, <laughs> right. um, that may I be heard you say that. the way that the way that she was talking, that may very well be, right? you know, so I guess I can't throw that wall up and say, not a reality. So, well, it does appear to be passed through yeah. generations, you know, from generation to generation. Mm -hmm. And occasionally it might skip a generation. But if you look at brothers and sisters of, you know, maybe the parent right. that wasn't a quote unquote addict, um, maybe they were. Oh, I had know? two alcoholic parents. Yeah. So why wouldn't that, why wouldn't that gene be passed on to me? Or why wouldn't that uh, susceptibility be open to me? Um, because you don't take after the neighbors, right? You know, I mean, you, you may, you may act like the neighbors and you may act a fool like the neighbors, but you really don't take after the neighbors. You take after your parents. Well, they also say, if you shake anybody's family tree, some addicts and alcoholics are definitely going to fall <laughs> out. And that seems to be true. I mean, a lot of, it was so yeah. hidden and such a shameful thing for so right. long. And I think it's maybe become a bit more mainstream just because there were so many, normal people yeah. who had it afflict, you know, somebody in their family. I but know. if you take, if you take the addict and alcoholic out of it and you shake my family tree, a lot of wacky people are right. going to hit the ground. Right. You know, and, and a lot of those wacky people are the ones that are saying that they're normal. Right. Are the ones that are claiming to be, you know, they're, they're productive members of society. Yes. They're not, you know, swinging from the bars at the, at the zoo, but, real life experiences or real love experiences and, and all of that stuff that we've been learning about from all these other guests that we've had on, they definitely fell short of the mark. Right. 
you know, and, and, and so do I. Well, we all do. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. To be human yeah. is to make mistakes. And oh, yeah. I think the, the sad thing is if we don't learn and grow from them, because, mm -hmm. you know, then what's the point otherwise? You know, you can go on wreaking destruction everywhere you go. Which is fun sometimes, but well, yeah. But no, I get you. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know, life is, is a difficult journey for a lot of people. And yeah, I, it you is. Know, if you try to hide the fact that it's difficult, I think that can be traumatic too. That was, mm -hmm. you know, the way that I grew up, everything was, everything was good. People were nice. You know, that's what I learned. And yeah. it's not necessarily true you in know, every and, instance. And, you know, the funny thing is, is there are, people in my family in which I won't, which I won't say names, but I'll say it's not in my, not in my immediate family, but in my, you know, cousins and outer lying family that there would be an individual who would be the, the, the who, who, who people, you know, the family put on a pedestal and, uh, you know, he was, he was this and she was that and all. And in reality, looking back they they gave us nothing right you know and um i'm grateful today to to be open enough or open-minded enough to listen to what people have to say who really have an effect on my life more so today than the people that i were brought that i was brought up with right and they gave me nothing yeah true you know they gave me gifts at christmas and my birthday but other than that, they really didn't give me any life's lessons or to guidance. Yeah, or... no, go out and play. You know, we'd drive all the way to wherever and go out and play. And we'd wreck that community and we'd drive <laughs> home. <laughs> you know? And all the cousins, well, the cuckoo cousins would get together and do what we did and we'd all part ways again and, and you know, there was no, there was life, real life experiences because they're memories that we made. But were there any um, real loving, caring experiences from the from the elders? Not really. No, in my family there was. I mean, yeah. we're still the ones that are still around. We're still pretty close. I mean, I'm sure there was, but I'm you know looking at it from uh, from where I am today to what I walked through and how every other one of those individuals looked at me in a different way. Yes. yes then, yes. then where was the, where was it? You know, if you really, if you really cared about Ray, that little kid, why didn't you care about Ray, that homeless knucklehead, Right. you know, or why didn't you try to intervene or, or whatever? And I don't want <clears throat> to, I don't want to get down on it, but you know, I think I think family roots need to like we we can break the chain today. Yes, you know, and and, and well, and part <clears throat> of it, at least in my family, is we hid it. Mm -hmm. We hid it. You know, when my daughter got sick, we didn't tell anybody. That right. was too shameful. Mm -hmm. And it's that shame that keeps people, I think, from getting the help and even just getting the love that and the they need. And the funny thing is that if you told on her, maybe she would have gotten help sooner. Maybe you know? so. I mean, because, because when I was out, I mean, 
it didn't make a difference to me. I mean, everyone knew, and I, I, I think I think my mother knew a lot a lot longer than uh, she openly said, but everybody in my community knew, and it didn't phase me a bit. So it may not have gotten well. Around. The community, yeah. yes, but yeah. you know, we had family, you know, in other states, mm-hmm. and you know that we had been very close to, but we were, we're, you know, we're down in Florida now. Yeah. They don't know what's going on. Do we tell no, them that no, we make up, we go to a family yeah. reunion when she's in jail and go, Oh, she was busy. Yeah. she's Until working. her brother yeah. tells all the cousins and then, you know, yeah. the word gets out and everybody's horrified instead of, you know, coming to me and saying, Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. They talk about me behind my back, mm-hmm. you know, and it obviously had to be something that I did. So there you go. There, yeah. there you go. That's what that's that's exactly what I was just saying. Yes. I, and I that's was, what yeah. it gets to. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, they you are looked down on after yeah. that forever in a lot of ways. I know, um, you know, just trying to with my daughter because she has felony convictions now. Mm-hmm. She's she's gone to school, she's got a good career going now, but there are a lot of jobs that are closed to her. There right. are a lot of places that won't rent to her mm-hmm. just because of that. So for the rest of her life, she will carry this shame and stigma from something that she did years ago. Until she can get rid of that and and get to where she wants to be, you know. Yeah, what but I mean? it's and very mean, hard to do that. I, I don't mean I don't mean getting rid of getting getting rid of her past until she inwardly gets rid of it. Well, no, it's just you know if you want to go work for a corporation like I do, they would never hire her ever. Would not but pass about. Does she check. want to? Well, I think she would probably not doing the kind of work that she does now. Yeah. But, you know, her life had to go in a certain direction to be able to do something that is, you know, basically your own business. So working for yourself, per se, you know, working in a beautiful So she could she would never hire herself. (laughs) Well, no, No, she probably would. She probably would because she knows how that goes. But if if you're looking to work in most jobs, they will not hire someone with felony convictions. For that very first lab that I worked at, um, the one that was in, uh, it opened up in Wakefield actually, and it moved to Woburn, Mass. Uh, Callaway Labs is what it was called. And I wanna say I was the, like somewhere around the 40th employee of the company. And we grew to, you know, quite a few hundred. And it was almost a requirement to have my um, background, be an addict? yeah, it wow. was almost a requirement because if they they wanted to, it was we were providing a service. We were providing toxicology in um, um, recovery environments. Ah, okay. So you so, understood. So you, so you, you understood. Understand. Yeah, you understood, and it was very easy. You were comfortable going in there, and and you could relate to the individuals who were, you know, doing urine screening and everything like that. And it was funny because when when a new employee came on, it, the, the the almost immediate reaction to the individuals who worked was, "Which clean date?" Yeah. Without even you know what I mean. Um, and it was a, it was a very, very, um, healthy environment as, as, as crazy as it was with a bunch of addicts doing not, not active. I mean, some may have slipped back into it, you know, but, um, 
it was a very healthy environment because it was it was one individual helping another teach another how to be a responsible respectable member of society right. you know and it right. was it was uh it was great and and you know they said lightning in the bottle will never will never catch that again and the company ultimately <clears throat> got itself in trouble and had to close sold to another to another company and and um they went about their business closed the company down and and I went to work for another toxicology company. It wasn't as um, prevalent, but my mindset when I was hiring people, I was a, I was a uh, field service uh, um, supervisor, and I would hire the people out in the field, and I kind of looked for that because right. I saw it worked at the other. And and it worked again, you know. And it was it was you know one individual helping another individual learn how to be a productive member of society. Not everybody that worked at the company, and not even half the people that worked at this second company, uh, were like the same as the first. But um, you so know, sometimes so, having had that experience is good for a company. And well, that, well, that's what I'm getting at. Companies are missing out. Right. By not wanting to hire me, by, by calling me a liability, by calling your daughter a liability, by calling an addict who is uh, sick and suffering and trying to get better a liability because they can turn out to be your greatest asset. They can right. turn out to be your shining star. Right. You know, um, we're not broken people. I mean, we're, we're not bad people. We're just broken. And, you know, with Broken that, and rebuilt. Yes. With that, phone lines are open. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. With your questions, comments, or whatever you want to talk about, when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery Radio Show. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. 
Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back. If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. We'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And like I always say, we do love our guests. They always bring something really interesting to the hour. Whether they're talking, again, about addiction per se or some other way just to feel better in life or to, to embrace life differently in a way that's going to make your life more meaningful. I'd prefer they brought cookies instead of books, but we get books. <laughs> we, as long as I have an audio book, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, that's, it, it's funny that I, I still, and I don't know if it's just my unwillingness to focus. I mean, physically, I, I, uh, you know, I had my eyes done so I can see better now. So maybe I, maybe I can sit and read, but my clock still goes on the inside and I read something and I'm just looking at the words and oh, I, have squiggly. It, I have to read it again. And no, I'm you're just a squiggly it, person. Some yeah. people, I like to sit and read. I mean, I really enjoy that, but it's not for everybody. You know, yeah. your, your talents lie in other areas. Well, no, when I, I was a kid, I, I read uh, like, uh, what was that? The Hardy Boys books? Yes. Yeah, I read yeah. the and what was I read one? Nancy, Nancy Drew. Drew. Yeah. Yes, I read Yeah, them my all. sister read Nancy Drew, I think. Yeah, I um, even read they, some of the Hardy Boys. They were good. Yeah. They you know, and I, I tried to, a couple of years ago, maybe it was, I don't even, maybe it was when I first got down here, I bought a Hardy Boys book and I said, you know something? I'm in a new place. I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to find myself back to reading again. And I just couldn't do it i i was i was reading but i wasn't getting you weren't like no i wasn't gra- no i wasn't like grasping. watching a tv show or something right so audiobooks i put them in the car yeah i have i don't know 15 or 16 of them on my uh on my uh iphone that i that i listen to and i can tell you i listened to uh the cheech and chong book oh really i listened to the greg allman book i listened to um uh, Sammy Hagar's book. I listened to a, you know a couple of wrestling books and stuff like that. So things that things that pique my interest, mm-hmm. I stay focused with. Uh, the Aerosmith book was like seventeen hours long. Oh wow! But I listened to the whole thing, and I can tell you different bits and pieces of that book. If I had to read it, I probably couldn't tell you anything except 
who the members of the band are because I knew that before I started reading the book. And see, I'm just the opposite. Yeah. I get much more out of sitting down and reading it than I do. I also do audiobooks in the car on long mm-hmm. trips, which I do a lot of. Yeah. But I get a lot more out of sitting down and reading it myself with my own voice in my head, you know, able to go back and check something if, you know. Now, do you, when you, when you do that, like say if you, you were going to your mother's house and you listened to a book that was 12 hours long. So you listened to it the whole way. Mm-hmm. If you sat at her house and read the book after, which which would you get more? Which experience would you get more out of? Sitting and reading it myself. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I, you know, I won't finish them because the book is longer than the drive. Right. Right. So then I have to buy the book and read the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's different, but I, I much prefer actually sitting down and reading it. Even though a lot of the books are, are, are um, delivered word for word. Mm-hmm. They all are. Yeah. They all are. But I like the voice that I make up Your for the own, people for, yeah, yeah, in yeah. my head rather than the voice yeah. of the person or yeah. the voices of the people who are doing I, it. I started listening to uh, uh, Burt Reynolds' book and I, I couldn't listen to it because his voice was different than the one that I had yes. in my head when I was yeah. a kid. He was, a, he, was a, he was an older... Right you know, gruffly voiced old man. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't listen it's to it. not Smokey and the Bandit anymore. No, right. <laughs> or, or even, or could even be later than that, you know, but he just, this was probably just a couple of years before he died that he, that he audio booked it. At least he read it himself. I like it. I also yeah. like it better when the author reads their yes. own book. And I think yeah, Judy yeah. said she was reading it herself. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's she very actually, difficult. Yeah. To read it and not make mistakes. Didn't uh, didn't uh, David say he was doing that as well, David Essel? Yes, he does <laughs> yeah. his own. Yeah, he does his own. I listen to his sometimes too when I'm yeah. driving. And I'm I'm glad he does. No, you know, since I know his voice, anyway, yeah, it makes it a, a yeah, little. Yeah, it makes it a little me. more personal. Yeah. yeah, and even with somebody that you don't know, even with, you know, Judy Miller, we don't know her other than talking to her and seeing her on Zoom for an hour. Um, you would feel com- more comfortable knowing it's her voice, yes, knowing it's knowing her sharing it her. her her book versus you reading her book. Right. Just because you have a better tone and. Um, or maybe she, you know, she doesn't have yeah. time or whatever. But right. yeah, it's much, much better when the mm-hmm. author reads it themselves because they know why they wrote yeah. what they wrote. Mm-hmm. So it, it just makes it different. And I, you know, I truly, like I said, loved what she wrote. I thought her. Her whole premise was pretty yeah. interesting and mm-hmm. fascinating. But it's funny when you read audiobooks, read, when you listen to audiobooks, um, you can sometimes hear when they go back and like reread something yeah. because their voice is different. Different, yeah. right? Yeah. But you know, it's it's um it's great that we have these options to be able to because I don't want to just stop with literature i mean i don't know who the hell would ever read war and peace for me but um, <laughs> i'm sure somebody somebody has. probably has I'm sure somebody did. you know um but if that was where i was going i know someone who read like all the classics and i couldn't even you know name them the only book that i really could say that i read that was a classic was uh moby dick oh and the other one um uh, my sister's going to text it to me because I don't know. I forget what the name of it was. Um, about Hetty Green. 
it was called uh, The Witch of Wall Street or something like that. The Witch of Wall Street? I don't know. I don't know who hit yeah. she, well, she, she was she was a local person from our uh, from our area. And she um, she would go to she would go. She didn't she didn't give her son surgery. He had a broken leg or something. She refused him surgery. She was loaded, loaded. She refused him surgery because she didn't want to spend money. Oh my gosh. She carried little little pieces of soap in a, like a um, sucrets yeah. kind of thing. And that's what she would use to wash her hands with. She sounds and like she, she might be crazy. And she made she made countless millions of dollars wow. in in the twenties uh, or whenever it was. But um, yeah, yeah. So I, I read that one, and now I forget what the name of it is. They called her the Witch of Wall Street. I think it was something, something tree. I don't know what it is. So we're, we're <laughs> Tell Karen to text it. If you if you know the name of the book, dial eight six six four seven two five seven nine two and hit me in the side of the head with it. Eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. Now we're getting that senior citizen sickness. Yeah, I mean, I, I know exactly as soon as somebody as soon as somebody says it because it's a book that it's two books I read. One I remember, you know. Um, but it's great to be able to share who we are. You know, we we come on and we have a microphone in front of us and we have this this platform that we can share to whoever's listening um oh, and i enjoy sitting in your beautiful house oh thank you because it, it ray has a lovely house he really does gorgeous view of the water well not now well no but, <laughs> but yeah during the day off of his deck here it's it's quite lovely yeah and it's funny you, you look in the back and you it's like a completely different world because it's all trees right yeah really pretty florida's beautiful it is. Even though it's cold right now, it's beautiful. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're complaining it's Relatively cold. Relatively cold. people that are, uh, in Massachusetts that are dealing with 20. Oh, I know. Everywhere but here. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not sitting in Massachusetts. I'm no, sitting here. sitting so here. Cold. 70 degrees. That's cold. I'm 61. Ooh. <laughs> Yuck. 61. I'm not going outside. I brought the dogs outside before they ran back in the house. I bet they did. <laughs> yeah. I think 61 here feels a lot worse yeah. than it does everywhere else. Yeah. No, but we're we're blessed and fortunate. We really are. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. But you know, back to the topic at hand, which is usually just us. Um what are you doing for the holidays? Are you Well, I'm going my mother is very ill mm -hmm. and I'm my plan was to go up there in a couple of weeks and we'll see. I may have to go sooner. Yeah. But I will be in North Carolina for the holiday. Yeah. One way or another. But, but you're, you're going to be back before uh, New Year's. Be right? back before yeah. New Year's. Everybody has to go back to work. So. I mean, you don't do much for New Year's anyway, do you? Well, I got some friends going out. Yeah. Well, actually, a friend of mine is having a get together at his house. Oh, I bet you I can watch the fireworks. Oh, I bet here. you can. Wow. Yes. Yes. Nice. That is because nice. I used to be able to watch them in tradition from my backyard. Right. And they're, but now they're right over able, here. You're yeah, right. Now I might be able to just, yeah. Yeah, you can go right out here on your deck and sit there and watch them. Don't even have to leave. Exactly. Like the hermit that I am. 
but but I do I have a friend that's having a little small get together at his house for all the people that are going to be hanging by themselves on New Year's Eve. So that it, you know, hopefully 2021 will be a better year than 2020 has been. On every let's just level. be quiet and sneak in. Well, yeah, I guess we do need to do that. Yeah, but it is um, it's still showing its colors for me. Yeah, you know, and I see. Fortunately enough, we have a, uh, and I'm and I'm not in any way. Um, somebody somebody may take this the wrong way, but fortunately enough, we do not have New York's governor. Right, you I know, agree. Um, our governor is, you know. Well, he's pro, kind of being live and let live. He's Let's, pro you. Yeah. And and um, you know. He says, you know, you're, you're the responsible person in this state. You're the one that's responsible to take care. I wear a mask. I, 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 um, I've been in places where I haven't, um, but I wear a mask out of respect for others. And, I, you know, I, I, uh, I do all the things that I'm supposed to do, but that's my, it's my decision. Right. It's, right. It's, not my, it's not my lawmaker's decision, especially when it's not a law. They say at Publix, it's, it's a law. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's a mandate. Exactly. I wear one too. I don't like it. Um, but I, the day they shook the plum tree. Oh, okay. That's the name That's of the, the book. Of it the just book. <laughs> it just popped it just popped into See, my I'm head. I'm telling you. Yeah. Can't remember stuff. Yeah. And then it'll hit you. I thought it, I, I thought it was a, a COVID side effect. <laughs> well, you know something. It it very well can be. I mean. I want to say that I've gotten, for lack of a better word, brain rot over yeah. the past couple of months without yeah. without without being able to um, venture. I mean, yes, I go out into my community. I go to the stores. I do this. I do that. I I act like there's nothing going wrong, but I protect myself and others while I do it. But like there was there was a time this time last year that I was visiting other states. For a week for a weekend or you know doing the things that i normally yeah, do and you can't do that no and and you probably can but like it's very difficult in some states um, yeah to to even travel there if you fly they, yeah. you know, they're going to track you and make you quarantine mm -hmm. I mean, yeah it's just it's insanity yeah it's insanity you know if we all just do the best we can and wear masks when and where it's appropriate i'm wondering though if 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 we all if everyone starting tomorrow morning said the hell with it, I'm not going out of the house for what's the quarantine time? 14 days. No, it's down to 10, but 14 days, right? If everyone stayed in their houses, if they had, they went to the store, bought everything, stayed in their houses for 14 days, shut down Walmart and shut down everything. Would it go away? No, I know. So, so what's the difference? And we don't shut down Walmart. We just shut down the small businesses. No, we make we make Walmart rich when we can't even go to church. When the same person I'm shopping with at Walmart, I can't go to church. Oh, with. I found a church that doesn't make you wear a mask, and I went there. Oh yesterday. well, my, mine didn't, but they just they just started. They started you please, again. Can you please? Uh, yeah, because the numbers are going up again a little bit, but no, you know. you, you make a choice. Mm -hmm. You, they tell you going in, we don't require masks. It's your yeah. choice. You go in or you don't. What is it at? It's Revive. 
down in front oh, of the okay. post office. Yeah, 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 yeah. And apparently the pastor there is is trying to, you know, work on, let's just get things back to normal. And yeah. it looks like we're just going to have to let this thing run its course, whatever that means. Whatever that means. And when we look back on it in 50 years, when the next, when the next gutcha comes out, we won't be around, but um, they'll laugh at, at yeah, what we did. at what we did. Yeah. And, you know, just the, the panic. Yeah. That's been around for you know, since this started. And it, I don't think it was necessary. It no. certainly hasn't been good. No, and, and, there's, and there's people. people out there, and I, res I respect the people who um, are afraid. I know people who help us, who helped us along the years with Toys for Tots, and they haven't come out of their house yet. I respect that. Yeah, that, um, that's your choice. Yeah, I don't want to live like that, but I respect that, you know, and... Uh, uh, I don't know. It's a it's a, it's a fine line where you can't, you know, you 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 question someone's like I don't want to be told that I'm reckless. Right. Don't tell me I'm reckless. Just oh, I had a guy at the gym yell yeah, at me for not yeah. wearing a mask. Is that right? Yes. Oh, uh, you you're working out in the gym. It's very hard to yeah, breathe. Yeah, it's like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was horrible. Is that right? Mm -hmm. he, what did he say? That I should be wearing a mask. Huh. And you I should said, tell him, well, you should be standing six feet away from me. Well, I we were much further apart than that. Yeah. And I said, I've already had COVID. I can't get it, and <laughs> I can't give it to you. Come here, let me kiss you. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. And he didn't want to hear it, so I just walked away. Yeah, but, like, there, there's no need for people like that either. Well, I mean, they call them mask holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I come from a state of mask holes. And, <laughs> well, these are mask holes. Mask holes, yeah. And I, I, I fully agree with it, but you know, you see all the mask back and forth on Facebook and it just, mm -hmm. oh, it drives me nuts. What, what blows my mind is that's the guy that will get in his car and leave his mask on and drive home. Mm-hmm. Like that's going to, I mean, But really? you're, you're by yourself, dude. In your car. Yeah. In your car that nobody else is in, that nobody else has been in. I, I don't get it. I don't either, but people, people enjoy having something to be angry about. You know, and, and, and that's the thing, because once this is gone, people will key on something else. Yes. You know, it was, you know, we've learned that valuable lesson over the past uh, um, few years with... Um, All the political stuff. Yeah. 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 People things, enjoy things being and, angry. Yeah. And you have social media for, to put your, all yeah. your stuff out on and get in fights with people. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't think that's healthy. I was in um, Staples and I had I had a mask on and I was walking in the aisle. I was clearly in the aisle 15 feet. This guy comes turning around the corner and jumps up against the side, side oh, and says, yeah. sir. Like you're too close. Yeah. Like I told him to get the F out of my way. Then. <laughs> I was in the yeah. aisle first. I mean, come on. Back off. Back now maybe off. maybe they had those arrows and you went down the wrong way. No, those arrows were all gone. They were gone? Yeah. This was just last week. I went over to that Sprouts. Have oh, you been yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. 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 I like it. Sprouts is a natural, uh, it's like a lower-ended um, Whole Foods. Yes, very good. Although the prices are almost the same. Yeah, but you get good stuff. There, were, there was interesting stuff at Sprouts. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll go back. Phone lines are open. Tell us about the sprouts in your neighborhood. 866-472-5792. That's 
5792. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and co-host Ida Serena Lee. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to miracles in recovery to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org now back to this week's show and welcome back to miracles in recovery please visit our facebook page it's called miracles in recovery also, again, if you would like to get in touch with Ray, you can reach him at ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. We'd love to know any kind of topics you'd like us to talk about or find someone else to talk about on upcoming shows. So please, please, please communicate. Let us know. Go like us on Facebook, all that stuff. We do love hearing from you. And there is an Ellen at miraclesinrecovery.org. But she doesn't check her email. Yeah. <laughs> so... Just just send it to me because I because I get a I get a ding on my phone, you know. And when we had a, um, an individual reach out through the um, through Voice America, uh, was that last week, week before last? I sent that to you, and you said yeah. it was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was. Woman with some, um, I think with it was a couple time. of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And I think she might be a yeah a good guest on I, an upcoming I show. A, uh, I, sent, I just sent out a uh, a media packet, and um, we'll go from there. But we do, you know, we get notifications when you like us on Facebook or when you make a post. So we do like seeing that, you know, it's, it's good to know that we're reaching you. And did you get a, a notification about where we, you know, where, where our listeners were last week? Uh, yeah, I haven't looked at it, but I'm sure, I'm sure we, we've hit the, the, the normal, the normal crew, China, Ireland, uh, Germany. 
Well, sometimes we had India. The, the, the two people in Russia kind of blow me away. Though, <laughs> you know? I just wonder. I'm, I'm really glad you guys understand English because we don't speak anything but. Well, I'm wondering if it goes through, if they can put it like through, oh, through a, a Google translator, translator or something. Maybe. How does that, you know, I mean, I don't know. I know I have a translator on my phone. I use it sparingly at uh, Toys for Tots time for Spanish and uh, right. it goes Spanish and Portuguese in, in English. And it's pretty cool. Um, or you even see the commercial that people speak into a, they have a, like a, a recorder thing and you say, hi, can you tell me where my luggage would be? And it goes right into Chinese or wherever you are, you can dial in the country. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I hadn't seen that, but I yeah. figured that was coming. We've got all kinds of voice recognition and we've got all kinds of translating apps now. So why not? But we can't keep a good solid signal for a cell call for right you know. <laughs> or, or internet yeah wi-fi yeah, yeah there are many frustrations a lot of it i think has to do with covid but yeah i you know i, I still wonder um i wonder how our homeless population is doing right now with yeah. this uh you know my friend i haven't seen in months i don't know if he's okay or not i sometimes go looking for him and I can't find him. Isn't the, don't they have like some kind of advocate or something like that, that they, no. there isn't one? There, I mean, well, I know there, for the there veterans. There are groups there are, called yeah. Tent City and things like that. And they will collect clothing and sleeping mm -hmm. bags and stuff like that. Because these guys will lose the stuff within a few days. Just because they're drunk and leave it. Right. Or somebody uh, steals it, or they get yeah. in a fight and it gets torn up, or they go to jail and all their yeah. stuff disappears. So, yeah, they, they don't keep things very long. So there are people that keep bringing them more stuff so they can at least stay alive. And I'm wondering if they can't find him that way, you know? Well, he, he actually, my friend actually had an official Florida ID. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> His address is behind the racetrack gas station in Jensen Beach, Florida. That's what it says. That's what it says. I kid you not. Wow. But at least he's got an ID now. Behind the racetrack on US one? Yes. Oh wow. I get so that must it's, have been uh, Savannah's there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that was where he was living then. They don't stay any in one place very long. That's the other problem. They get kicked off whatever. Yeah, wherever they are. they are. I'm surprised that they 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 can use a location like that. I, I was shocked. Yeah. I mean, I actually laughed. But <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. But at least he's got an ID. So, you know, in the event of something where you need one, he's yeah. got one. You know, like maybe going to a hospital because they do require that now. Or a doctor's office. Most of the time you have to Yeah, have but a I think they, I, feel, I, I, I thought they still had to take a certain population, a, a certain number of... Uh, they do. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a hospital has to treat somebody who is an emergency, no matter what. No matter what. But they don't have to keep them, and so they won't. If, so if you walk into the emergency room, they'll just bandage you up and send you home. They call it yeah. treat them and street them. Yeah. And that's what they... And that's what they do with a lot of addicts who overdose. They right. just they just stabilize exactly them and send them on their way. Because and, they don't want to stay. They want to get back oh, out. Oh, yeah, there. yeah. No, I, I yeah, yeah. I totally get that. Yeah, the last thing they want to do is hang around and, and get sobered up, please. Yeah, or or the stuff that they give the the uh, the um, the addicts are, are sobers them up, Narcan right. sobers them up. So 
Well, I think it makes them kind of sick too, doesn't it? Like sort of going into withdrawals. So, very yeah, they, sick. Yeah, they don't it's, like it's immediate, it at well, all. It's immediate. It's immediate withdrawals. That, that's you what jump up off the. You, you wake up and jump off the bed, going, "Okay, I'm out of here." Yeah, I'm sick. I'm the cops I'm are like, sick. "No, Bye. you're not." The cops are like, "No, you're not." Yeah, I've heard those stories yeah. a lot. But they can't hold you. No. You know what I mean? They can only hold you till you're stable, and um, you know you don't want to be there. They don't want you there, and right, exactly. It's a mutual parting of ways, but um, no, that staff gets really mad. They don't want to see that. They don't want to deal with it. No, no. There was in in uh, St. Luke's Hospital. Um, I don't know about here, but there was a certain. It was I think it was Rogers was the wing, where they put the, uh, for lack of a better word. The, the other thens, oh, the okay. crazies, yeah. the junkies, the, the drunkies, yeah, you know. The people, yeah. the dregs of society. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. And I, I would imagine every every hospital, I mean, we probably don't in, in our hospital system because we're like two white bread here. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, go a little but, north. Yeah. 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 Or even south. Yes, and definitely yeah. south, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. But there, I mean, even here, the high risk pregnancies, which is code for, you know, she's an addict, mm -hmm. they all go to one place. Because, oh, is that right? Yes. Yeah. There is one hospital in the whole area that will take them north of us and south of us. And what hospital is that? Um, uh, Lawnwood. Okay. Lawnwood's then, a, Lawnwood's a pretty solid hospital. That's the uh, stroke. Um, yeah, they they have yeah. they're a large trauma center. They too. they take people from up and down the East Coast for that's that's where they med flight stroke people mm -hmm. if they go to med flight them. Yeah, so so we're close to some good some good hospitals. There's nothing like a Boston hospital, but this is true. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, I hate. To I mean, say I'm it. sure I'm sure hospital systems have come, you know, have have all had their comeuppance with with technology and everything like that, but. I would still, if I had anything that I had to uh, seriously look at, fly back to Massachusetts. I'd go to Mayo. Yeah. That's the only place I'd mm -hmm. go. And I've been in a lot, but Boston does have really good hospitals. I've yeah. been in a lot of hospitals. Well, I mean, Boston good. has Tufts. Well, and you got Mass, yeah. Mass General. And Mass General's crazy, though. Yes, it is. Yeah. That was my customer. It is. They were your customer? Yeah. Yeah. Still? Oh no, not now. No. Not now. In a in a previous life. <laughs> so I have been there. Actually, they were mean. They made us cry. Oh yeah? Yeah, a bunch of us were in the bathroom crying. Oh geez. <laughs> yep, those mass holes. Yeah. <laughs> and half of them wore masks too. So they were mask holes. Yeah. And you didn't even know it then. You didn't even know the term. Didn't even think about it yeah. then, no. Because we were pushing paper, so it didn't matter. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's uh, another place that has a uh, um, a shooting gallery in it. Well, true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Lots of those. But sometimes those are better places to go because they know how to. They know how to deal with all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah, and and I think I think now we should probably probably look into that because it's been how long? It's been well over a year, right? Right. That they opened up the. Uh, I, I'm wondering. I wonder how, how that. I wonder if they're still able to do it with COVID. I'm sure. 
I'm sure they probably they probably mask them up and yeah they were even they were actually even talking about doing that around here which totally surprised me but I was glad to hear it because it does help. What's the official term? Now that you say that, I can't remember. Yeah, when I said shooting gallery was where you can go and get it's a legal needle exchange where an addict can go with their drug of choice and get shot up with a clean needle by a healthcare professional who might try to convince them. To get some help. Well, there's literature around and everything like that. I, you know, something that I think I think that it's uh, it's well intended. I don't necessarily know um, what the success rate would be, but I think that well, I, in I, other countries where they've done it, it supposedly cut the addiction rate in yeah, half. Yeah, I think it was Portugal, right? It went down. Wasn't and it? Iceland yeah, and yeah. Um, Sweden. Yeah. Maybe Greece too. I'm not but, sure. But uh, going, you know, going back to Massachusetts, we read that article saying that Massachusetts spends ninety percent of the uh, the money on aftercare versus yeah, the money initial from treatment. The government. Yeah, and Which aftercare is, is so important. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because really... I mean, it, you you know, it may, you go to Maine and they spend a uh, million dollars on your ten day treatment, and then push you out the door, and they they're spending money on somebody else. Where do you go? Back on the street. They gave you, they gave you knowledge, but like, it's not connecting yet. Right. And, and Massachusetts, that takes a lot of time. Massachusetts spends a lot of money on the on and afters. So, you know, I not saying that, not saying that their uh, success rate is any greater because it's up to the individual. But, you know, I think that I think they give the better effort. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. In a lot of ways, in healthcare, Massachusetts mm-hmm. is light years beyond everybody else in the country yeah for sure they they take care of their people and i admire that you know you can you can get help there and it's very hard in a lot of other places well the clock says one minute we made it through another one well we got 30 seconds to make it through another (laughs) one so with that with miracles in recovery hope is in your corner that it is stay blessed everyone good night good night Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.